Welcome to Through Thick and Skin, a podcast about two sisters in business together on a mission to demystify skincare and aesthetic medicine, your online resource for unfiltered truth in a very filtered world. We're your hosts, Erin Jensen and Megan Patterson. You might know us from Instagram, where our business, The Treatment Skin Boutique, has garnered followers through the ever-popular Mondays with Megan Stories series for offering insight on skincare and treatments in an easy-to-understand, candid way. Backed by the expertise of Aesthetic PA, Expert Injector, National trainer and brand builder Aaron Jensen, we are here to drop knowledge, cutting out the bullshit while making you laugh along the way. Welcome to Through Thick and Skin Podcast. My name is Megan Patterson. And I'm Erin Jensen. And we're on episode 86. 86. Yes. I like your little slides. They're super cute. Oh, my, my chanclas? Yeah. Thank you. Kaylin Diaz, licensed marriage and family therapist, gave me these on her bachelorette party. Aw. It was very thoughtful. That sh- I love Kaylin. So Kaylin, we had a hosted a provider retreat this past weekend mm-hmm. and Kaylin came up and gave a talk on maintaining mental wellness with boundaries. So crucial and critical. It was great. She's the bomb.com. So if you guys are looking for anyone like in your personal life or even at your business, anything you should she, hit her well, up. she's a licensed marriage family therapist in the state of california yes so she can counsel you as a therapist if you live in california but if you need help like with coaching like as like um mindset yeah she's mindset a mindset coach, coach yes. as well she can mindset coach you anywhere in the world mm-hmm. so she has a mix of mindset coaching clients and therapy clients but she's one of my dearest friends she was on our podcast a while ago and it's filled with gems so she came up to the treatment provider, mm. to the treatment provider, the provider <laughs> retreat, sorry. And the treatment provider retreat. Yeah. And I crashed it too. Well, Erin invited me. I didn't straight up crash. She wanted me to come up. She wanted Cute. me to be there. Well, first of all, I walk into my room and Megan's already there. And then <laughs> she gets, checks out of her room and she's still there. She's like, you have late checkout until four. So I'm going to be here. She had the biggest, <laughs> baddest like, suite in the spot. And I had a, I had a cool room, but I was like, I want to go, um, she had like a private patio. I was like, I could technically like lay out here naked, but don't worry. I didn't lay out. I did not lay out at all this summer. I did like no sort of color. I used to get color like on my legs, but then it flared up my melasma. <laughs> so I was a great retreat. It was so cool to see all the providers together and just let our hair down and have a great time. So um, yes, shout outs to my Adidas slides. They're bright yellow and they're from Kaylin Diaz. So check her out. Kiki, she's also known as Kiki and she's getting married this weekend and I'm going to her wedding. So um, it was cool to see her. She and was so gracious to do a talk for us. I know. Right. A week before her wedding. She's amazing. I just want all my friends to get rich and stay hot. That's it. Like, <laughs> however that could happen, let's do it. Well, let's- I'll help them stay hot. You figure out how to, how to make money yeah. for sure. Okay. So yeah, so that's that. And, uh, oh, I have merch. We have merch finally. I know. I saw that. The, I gave them away. Look I gave it. a few away to the providers. I got it right here with all my That's her bag. Drugs and what in does there. it say on it? Take it down to the Chi-Chi's. And for all of my white girls who don't know what the Chi-Chi's are. <laughs> or I shouldn't say that. Maybe there's other girls who don't know what Chi-Chi's are. But Chi-Chi's is a slang term for boobies, for, for you know, tatas. Mm-hmm. If you've listened to our podcast, you should know what that is. You'll get it, yes. So my little canvas bag, it's on sale. Click link in bio and you can buy it and I'll ship it to you. It's super cute. It fits. Let me see. Hold on. Let me see what I have in mind It fits right now. A, a SPF it fits on a the daily. It's wide enough. I okay. think it's like nine inches uh, yeah, wide. I have my pop lock and Block it, lip gloss boss, hand sanitizer, oil pads, aquaphor, Advil, a treatment pen, a rubber band, and a Nordstrom's gift card. 
There you go. So it's what else do you need? It's a cute little canvas pouch you could put makeup in, or like even like a pencil case. Yes, too. So you can stunt at college, <laughs> your college course. Um, so yeah, go ahead and buy that, and it's online and support the hustle. But we're here today, a episode eighty six, because it's about that time. It's time for more scams and shams. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the scam shams of the scammers. These are one of our most popular episodes, and the <laughs> scams and the shams just don't stop rolling in. No, I had literally don't. had someone DM me yesterday about one of these shams or scams we're going to talk about, and oh. um, you know, I don't know. Sometimes I get them, when, and I'm like, "Are you guys serious?" You know, when someone's like, "Is this work? Does this work?" Like, like mom. <laughs> our mom would be the first one to be like, "Hannah cure works, right, Aaron?" And I'm like, mom, that's Elmer's glue it is. with a paintbrush. Of course, you're going to look tight when it's drying. Yes. That shit does not stay. And then it'll peel off. Yeah. <laughs> we should do one side Elmer's glue and one side her Hannah cure. Yeah. She be- paid $150 for it <laughs> I when I when we were work had the treatment already. I know, it's not mom's- like this was 10 years ago. Mom's funny. We love you, mama. She's listening. I know she's listening. Don't worry, mama. We're not talking smack. <laughs> but we are going to keep you guys smart and not gullible and educated so you can make proper skincare choices Keep the money you make and don't waste it on BS. Yeah, totally. So let's start with the first scam a lamb, a sham a sham. Whether or not this is a scam or sham, Aaron, I'm going to let you elaborate on this. Aaron, what's the deal with PDO threads? Have we not talked about this on scam? I know. I think. No, I think we have. Have we not? I don't know. Well, let's talk about it. So we've PDO threads. We've talked about this before. So a lot of you guys aren't doing your homework. Um, because if you have, Erin has talked about this on a previous Q&A. We asked her. Um, but Erin, what is the skinny on the PDO threads? What is a PDO thread? What is a PDO thread? It is a thread lift. It's a procedure that uses a dissolvable suture to lift and tighten under the skin. It's less invasive than a facelift surgery. You can do it in like 30 minutes under local anesthesia. Uh, they take this suture and kind of tack up the skin. So you may have seen where someone comes in and their face is saggy. And then five minutes later, it's like, it looks like they're going through a wind tunnel. Like the eye is the, the eyebrows eye. up to the fox yes. eye, the eyebrows up to the scalp. The cheek is like super tacked back. Uh, So, you know, some people claim it's an alternative to a facelift. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I'm going to say like it's an in-between scam sham. Okay. What it is not, it is not a facelift. If you need a facelift, don't get threads. You're going to be dissatisfied Mm -hmm. with the results. But if you go to a really good provider who does this all the time, and you combine this with different modalities like filler and laser treatments, it can give some support and strength to the skin. So yeah. it's not a standalone treatment. It's not a one and done treatment. There's nothing permanent about it. If you only do threads, your skin will look tighter for about three weeks. And then the suture dissolves and the threads, everything comes down and you're left looking very similar to like you did before. But if you go to a really expert thread provider and you do it with everything else, then it can help enhance that treatment. Mm -hmm. So just having reasonable expectations, knowing it's not a cure all. If you want to like raise your eyebrows up, I don't think that's the way to go. If you need to like lift your jowl up, it's not going to do it's not going to lift anything. It's just going to strengthen the skin that supports the area around it. Uh, See, well, you'll you'll see a lot of before and afters of girls who might look a little more round in the face and then they pull their cheeks back and it gives them more of like an almond shape. But I, I even asked Aaron, I was like, Hey Aaron, if I buy the threads, will you put them in me? <laughs> you totally said that. You really did. I forgot. <laughs> and and Aaron was like, no, go to Vanessa Lee. I was like, no, I'm embarrassed. I don't want to ask Vanessa. Yeah. <laughs> Cause Vanessa, Vanessa does it a lot and she's really good at it. Um, but yeah, like Aaron said, if you're really into it, 
you know, and you got, you're curious about it. Dope. But remember it is a dissolvable suture. It's not going to stick and stay a facelift. They snatch that shit back. They tighten it. They put the sutures in it and you're good to go. And it looks, you know, um, I think there's a little more control with a mm -hmm. facelift than, mm -hmm. say, a thread. Yeah, threads can have side effects. It's not a zero downside or side effect. I've seen some rippled yep. cheeks. Visible sutures, especially in someone with loose skin. Pain, bruising. I hear it's very painful. Infection, the threads can snap. You can get a hematoma, inflammation, uh, just a lot of stuff. So just know it's not an easy five-minute procedure you walk out the door. Yeah, yeah, totally. Do your homework. And yeah, some people also... I've, have you seen them try to do a nose, like a nose lift with a, yeah. that shit looks so nasty. It's like they they put a straight like, um, barb it through your nose Yes, and to lift it up. I mean, I don't know. I'm just grateful. I'm happy with my nose. It's not like the cutest twinkle. What's her name? Tinkerbell yeah. nose or a Barbie nose. Yeah. But I just know if I did something to mine, I would be like, I want my old nose back. <laughs> this doesn't look right. You know, I can't be too perfect. God. <laughs> I can't have two. I know your last real Megan. I don't know. You're looking pretty. <laughs> I fire. know people are sliding in my DMs from all sorts of social media standpoints. Like, not even from like from my secret personal IG. People were hitting me up, being like, "Damn, <laughs> I saw you on that." I was like, "I just put makeup on in my contacts." In no, it was your look. It was the one eyebrow and how you looked into the camera and looked I, down. Well, yeah, you got to check out our reels. I put a lot of effort into those reels, and uh, I'm trying to go viral for the treatment. Do you have any tips for our listeners on how you perfect your sexy look like that? <laughs> Maybe she's born with it. <laughs> I don't know what to tell people. Someone, somebody commented like, man, I wish I had your spice. I'm like, you got it or you don't. Or if you don't, you got to listen to my how to build self-confidence episode. Because mm -hmm. this is the thing. Everyone's afraid to like lift an eyebrow and wink and blow an air kiss. But it's like, I grew up watching Anna Nicole Smith. She's like my muse. She's like my everything. <laughs> and like she, nobody, I swear to God, she's like Dolly Parton. I have not met anybody who does not like Anna Nicole Smith or no. did it. It's like Brittany, Brittany, Anna Nicole Smith and Dolly Parton. Nobody has shit to say on any of those girls. No, they're so genuine and loving and just who they are. Southern. They're southern. all Southern. They're all Southern. Um, Just, a, just, a, just, just feminine and i just i love anna nicole and she was just the biggest flirt and so i get it from her but also it doesn't hurt when your brows are popping and your skin is looking good and your lips are juicy it just kind of you know i don't know i like to do it i'm, I'm all talk i'll be all sexy and coquettish but then when a guy comes at me i run away and i'm like ah, i have a boyfriend <laughs> and i don't but um yeah so how so to be practice spicy. in the mirror be confident pra put some red lipstick on and practice yeah in the mirror. how to be spicy eat spicy food and date spicy men that's it <laughs> also it's like aaron couldn't aaron aaron couldn't be that spicy she showed me some pictures she took today and i'm like damn girl you look like a model you look like a super model and i was like that's not her normal state like i don't know if they get, i don't know if they're they putting on some beyonce or something, or something. no they're no. putting on some music they had a fan blowing on her and she was like serving it but it just i have always had that look i've yes. had that smize it's an aries thing i don't know okay what to tell people so yeah um to wrap up sorry pdo threads i don't have any threads in my face and i'd like to think that the lift i have people want these fox eyes i swear to god it's so huge in russia mm -hmm, mm -hmm. all these russian injectable people that throw that that show up on the feed it's like you can see the wrinkling in the skin yes and yes, it's hard enough to get temple filler smooth, let alone a big, huge barbed suture yeah. in the temple skin. Yeah. Also, it's I know a lot of people want that, you know, Hadid eye type vibe. That's her name, right? Mm -hmm. But if your eye isn't naturally like that, 
then trying to change it, you almost are trying to change part of your ethnicity and it just doesn't look right. Yeah, it doesn't look natural. You have to be like, go to an expert who gets that. Yes. Who doesn't just say like, oh, I'm going to put a fox eyes on every single person. It's like, you know, with rhinoplasty, you have to get a certain rhinoplasty to fit the face or Mm -hmm. it just looks weird. Yeah, exactly. So, okay. PDO threads, if you know, go for it, but you might just need a facelift. Stop playing yourself. Just get a Mm -hmm. facelift. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Girls are like, ew, I don't want to hear that. And if you think you're too young. Botox or dysport. Yeah. Botox brella. If you're too young to, or you think for a facelift or you can get a ponytail lift. There's so many like less invasive, what you think of as like your 65 year old mom face tight there's all sorts of stuff but threads also hasn't been around very long has it oh they've been around a decent amount of time they're not brand new but they have come a long way mm-hmm. they used to be just to- a total mess a few years ago so they they're better than yeah. they were in the past yeah okay so next question aaron this is a good one this person asks is it true that all you need is spf vitamin c and trentinoin everything else is just fluff that's a great question I had a similar question at my live last week. Somebody asked, I had a dermatologist tell me that all this medical grade products, you know, isn't, you don't need it. Mm -hmm. So here's the thing. You don't need anything, right? Yep. It's all, it's all a preference. So what I will tell you is that there are the core products that you need, whether it's medical grade or drugstore, you need to wash your face and you need to wear sunscreen. Like that is whatever type of product you're going to use. That is non-optional. Now, if you want to get more cosmetically elegant with products, then I think medical grade can make a difference. There are less filler products in medical grade products, less allergens, less irritants. And I think overall does give you better results. So for me, I prefer to have a medical grade face wash and a medical grade SPF. I think it feels nicer on my skin. It works better on my skin. But that's not to say that you can't get a drugstore version of those that are effective as well. Now, when you go up from that, now we want to do things to make your skin even better. So things like vitamin C, that's going to protect your skin from environmental influences. Things like smog, UV rays, things in the environment that irritate the skin that is not directly related to sun exposure. Okay. So that's like your next added protection on top of your sunscreen and your face wash. Then on top of that, tretinoin is going to exfoliate your skin better. That's going to turn over dead skin cells faster. That's the gold standard in Mm anti-aging. So sunscreen, vitamin C, and tretinoin are your base products. And I think if you just use those, you are in a great position. Mm -hmm. As long as your basic needs are simply anti-aging. Now, what if you have brown spots? Mm -hmm. What if you have redness? What if you have acne? Rosacea. Rosacea. If you have those things, then you're going to need other products to help support your regimen. So those are all going to be more preventative and anti-aging. And then you have to go more into the treatment side of products. So if you have no skin concerns, sunscreen, vitamin C, tretinoin, perfect. That's all you need. But if you have concerns with your under eye wrinkles, invest in an eye cream. If you have really dry lips, invest in a lip repair by SkinCeuticals. If you have redness, look into phytocorrective gel. So it really just depends on your skin type. Yeah. Also, it's kind of like trying to put this one size fits all. Correct. Which it just, it's not the case. Everyone's no. very different and has different um, kind of like habits when it comes to morning and nighttime routine or sensitivities or whatever. So yeah, there isn't just an easy straight up answer that Aaron will give you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, yes, everybody needs to use that. No. What if you're pregnant? Breastfeeding. Yeah. yeah. You know, you can't use tretinoin. I do think if you want a simple routine, perfect. You can get away with three to four products. 
um, combined your morning and night routine. But if you like eight products on your skin, then you can do eight products in the morning. Like for me, I use, let's see, okay, I get out of the shower and I put on my, I mix my body lotion, which is just Neutrogena body lotion with my aromatherapy body oil. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's two products. Then I put on the body tightening cream by SkinCeuticals mm -hmm. on like my body. And then I use the body retexturing on my KP. I can't mm -hmm. count these up I right need now. that for my arms. Uh, body retexturing KP. I then put on my discoloration defense by SkinCeuticals. I put on either Florentin or Silymarin, depending on my mood. So that's number six. I put on my eyeball, uh, AOX eye, eye in the morning. Um, then I put on sunscreen on top of that. So what's that? Eight products in the morning. So it's my morning routine. I think mm -hmm. that's everything. Um, so yeah, I'm like an eight, but do you have to do all, do you need a body oil and a retexturing? Oil? No, you, if you don't want it, you don't have to, but if you do, it's going to help because I have different conditions that I'm trying to work on. Yeah. So yeah, mm -hmm. just, you know, just always reach out to your skincare professional and ask him for recommendations. Mm -hmm. yeah. And yeah, you don't want to feel like you're, you know, going into debt over this stuff. Just what's it, the most important thing to exactly. you? If you don't have a vitamin C, don't buy an eye cream. Prioritize. Mm -hmm. And then go and buy the eye cream. Yeah. Later on. Just get a sugar daddy. <laughs> okay. Next question. This woman asks, CO2 laser for acne scarring. Is it good? It depends. Mm -hmm. Okay. All these technical questions today. I, okay. uh, I got to make sure you're still uh, smart and sharp. Okay. Gosh, you got to make me think here. <laughs> all right. With acne scars, there are different types of acne scars. There are flat scars, flat red or purple scars or brown scars called PIH, post-inflammatory hyperpigmentation, or PIE, post-inflammatory erythema. Um, so with those scars, luckily those will go away on their own. You just give it a few months to go away. Flat discoloration from acne will go away. Sometimes it's frustrating though, because you feel like that scars have been there forever, but you have a flat brown spot, it goes away, you get a pimple right next to it, you get a new brown spot, so it's just a cycle of lasting a long time. Mm -hmm. So those type of spots, we want to try to make sure we are correcting the acne by trying to prevent acne from forming. Okay. Acne scars in the skin, there's different types of acne scars, indented scars. So you have ice pick scars, which look like little holes in the skin. There are boxcar scars, which look like someone took a hole punch and punched at your skin like a little square or rectangular hole punch. Mm -hmm. And there are sloping scars, which look like soft indentations in the skin. So depending on which type of scar you have, laser resurfacing can help with that. If you have sloping scars, the rounded scars, laser resurfacing can be helpful for that because that's going to sand down the top of the slope and, and you're going to have a, a, a more shallow pit at the bottom. With boxcar or ice pick scars, Laser resurfacing can be a little risky because when you laser the surface of the skin, sometimes it reveals a more wide base of the scar. So you want to have your scar evaluated to determine which type of treatment would be best for you. Often we will combine laser treatments with other things, things like filler or PRP or where we dissect the skin with a cannula and put filler in it. That's crazy. We Microneedling can be helpful for it. So laser can help. It's not for everyone to get laser improvement with acne scars it is a, a decent recovery. Typically, you'll do a deeper CO2 or Fraxel laser that usually has a two to three week recovery if you want to see improvement. So it can be helpful, but it just uh, a lot that goes into it. Yeah, it depends on the scar. Well, we have a new laser. We do have a new laser. I think we're going to talk about that in a future episode. Yeah. Our laser works good on the red or the brown scars and active acne, not on the pitted scars. 
but it's a BBL Cyton. It works really good on brown spots and, and redness and pigmentation, smooths out the skin, and the downtime is very reasonable. Yeah. You've had it done. I did one neck tight. I got to go in for another one. Jackie said once a month, but she said I can maybe come in sooner because I honestly had no downtime. You're like, like three weeks. I am so, so, so excited. And then she's going to do my chest um, to get the sun damage and stuff. So it's cool. I, I've been a laser hater for a long time. but um, The this pain new was one, not that bad, huh? Of the, the skin type? Yeah. Not at all. Not at all. I would do it over and over again. Like, And I went way more than like she thought I could handle. Mm-hmm. I'm just tolerant. It's just a way more humane experience. So <laughs> we'll talk more about I that. I did the deeper acne scar laser on you before. That's why you hated it so much. Yeah. And you usually give people painkillers before that. And you gave me nothing. You gave me like a popsicle stick to chew on. You didn't want any. Yeah. Yeah. Because I can't take painkillers for like a cramp, you know? (laughs) It's not my fault. Yeah. (laughs) But it was just awful. I just remember being like, this is abusive. (laughs) That damn laser. This laser is this new laser we have is not like that. So yeah, come if you have acne scarring, come on through. We have locations in Redlands, Claremont, Newport Beach. So if you're in Southern California, make a cosmetic consultation uh, appointment and we could talk about it or Mm -hmm. Aaron and the PAs could talk about it. Mm -hmm. All right, Aaron. So this is kind of a new thing. I've seen this. I wish this worked because I would just not treat my melasma anymore and I would just get this done. Oh my gosh. Right. I wish this was so easy. Mm -hmm. So is this a scam or a sham, Erin? This makeup microneedling, also known as BB Glow. So let me tell people what this is. BB Glow is an immediate and short-term makeup procedure. So they are literally microneedling organic makeup particles, quote unquote, into the topmost layer of the epidermis. First of all, what the fuck is in organic makeup particles? There has to be some sort of synthetics, some sort of non, you know what I'm saying? They got a root and ground it from the earth and <laughs> mixed it with water. Oil. <laughs> it's, coconut <oil. laughs> it's coconut oil with a little turmeric powder and that gives you some pigment. Hey, there you go. No, I'm sorry. That's super sketchy. So it says that these pigments aren't placed very far into the skin, so they last less time. It's a superficial delivery of the product, and then the skin naturally exfoliates it away. So what it looks like, you guys, is a person literally drops foundation drops all over mm-hmm. your face and then with the same micro like a microneedling pen that Aaron uses they rub over your face they poke your skin and then the makeup goes into it and it's supposed to give you like a uh, like a semi-permanent foundation oh I don't even know what to like, say to that like I'm sorry I'm not an expert I didn't go to school for skin shit but all I gotta say is like one how even or a filtered look is this going to be? Yes. Like, how is he, how is the person performing this microneedling? What's their pressure on my forehead versus on my cheek? Like, what if they put more pigment in my forehead than on my cheek? Secondly, what the fuck is in it? Thirdly, um, how, how do I know? How do I trust that they got my color matched? <laughs> like, what if I'm lying there and I didn't approve the color and they're putting in a color like that's totally dark? And then the most important thing that I think you could touch on, why, what is the reason why they're doing this? Because their skin is uneven? Yes. So what's the root cause of that? Uneven skin tone. Mm-hmm. It could be melasma. It could be sun damage. It could be, for whatever reason, rosacea. So people are looking for this quick fix, like a Band-Aid that could possibly fuck your shit up. Mm-hmm. When instead, how about we look at, okay, so so you don't, so people want a, like a filtered foundation look because they have a melasma mustache or something or melasma where it's like, instead of filtering or using foundation microneedling, like fix your melasma. Mm-hmm. Well, I think sometimes that's easier said than done. Yeah. But- 
Another option that some people could do would be more cosmetic tattooing. Like I've seen that done if someone has a birthmark, like a port wine stain where they have a big like red or purple mark on their face. And those aren't always easy to take off. And I think you can do some cosmetic tattooing on the face to conceal scars or birth defects or deformities. But if overall you're just trying to glaze over the skin and I think you hit all the nails on the head, how the, the skin is different depths on the forehead versus the upper lip versus the cheek. Mm-hmm. What if your color doesn't match? What if you go in the sun and your body gets tan and your face doesn't get tan? So and weird. how are they going to guarantee that it is in the right layer of the skin? If you think about a tattoo artist or they're trying to shade something, they shade it and they are wiping it off and they're evaluating it. And they're, you know, it's, it's a whole artistic process where if you're just going to like dump all this on your face and then microneedle your under eyes too, like it just, uh, I've seen it where I've seen some before and after photos and it, I've seen the, it look kind of streaky and there's no way to remove this. A, a tattoo removal laser won't remove this. Yeah. What if you're stuck with something that you just really don't like? I think the people who do this are the same people that do like tattooed eyeliner or like, you know what I mean? Like lip flesh. People who just want to walk out of bed or walk out of the pool and just have that type of look. Yeah. But a face is such a bigger space. It's a bigger of a canvas versus like your lips, like say you get your lip flushed or whatever, or your eyelid, it's not that much of a distraction, but like your full face. I mean, like imagine if you have, what if you, how do you test for allergies? Like what if you're allergic, what's in the foundation and then they like, (laughs) they pierce it into your skin all over and you become just like a big uh, granuloma. Is that the right word? That's the right word. <laughs> you know, I've actually seen that. I had a patient at my old office. She got a, a clotta, like the, the Irish hands holding mm-hmm. the heart. And she was allergic to the red ink dye in the heart. And it eroded into this ulcer on her ankle. So she had this chronic ulcer on her ankle that they ended up having to send out to general surgery to cut it out <gasps> because you can't remove the ink. The ink is like in the tissue and she just continually had a reaction to the ink. Dang. It's- and that was, yeah, with the with the tattooing. So yeah. who knows how this stuff is tested, if it's approved or whatever. So yeah, we don't offer this makeup microneedling, aka BB Glow. I would suggest that if if that's something that interests you, really ask why. Why do you want to have that? Do you or do you want even complexion? Mm-hmm. What's causing the uneven complexion? Yeah, that's what you got to hit hard rather than this quick fix. And then what? You got to go see this person and you know poke foundation in your skin every couple of weeks. Yeah, what did it say? Twenty eight days. Yeah, twenty eight days. It says skin cells turn over, and it varies for everyone, but it's usually about the twenty eight days. If, even if you're doing this for a big event, just get your makeup done. It, yeah, it, it's by a professional. Yeah. Hire Courtney Dapper. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, she's busy gallivanting New York Fashion Week and shit, so maybe you'll get in with her. I hope one of these days she'll still remember me when she did my makeup. <laughs> but um, yeah, just get a bomb ass yeah. makeup job. Or I would say focus on, like you said, your skin, laser treatments, chemical peels. Mm-hmm. That's just is what's going to naturally make your skin look better. If you have yes. this done with lip blush, with microbladed eyebrows, with fake eyelashes, with a tattooed eyeliner, I mean, just personally, I just don't think it's going to give you like, it's not going to, it's not going to look, even if you have the best in the game, it still won't look as natural. No, not at all. You have, you can have the best microblade artist, the best cosmetic tattooer and stuff like that. But when you add all those things up that look too perfect, it starts to look weird. Yeah, totally. Totally. Okay. Next question. All right, Aaron, is apple cider vinegar a good toner? Well, it's good for everything, right? Toning, <laughs> toenail fungus, eczema, lose weight, mm-hmm. uh, for like what? dental health, yeah. um, vaginal warts. I think you can. Uh, it will stimulate contractions, like you can birth a baby faster. Yeah, it's it's incredible. I mean, I, we should all just be drinking it, bathing in it, whatever. Mm-hmm. I don't even know why I eat anything else. 
<laughs> yeah, I think one of the biggest misconceptions for people that they have about skincare is that natural is always better. That word natural, I mean, I don't even know what it refers to or what it means, but um, people are really into this. A lot of people are into this idea like, oh, my my skincare regimen is in my my kitchen cabinet, the very holistic. And, and I understand, you know, back in the days in indigenous times or like our ancestors used homeopathic remedies and, and that's cool and all. But this idea that like, you know, apple cider vinegar, I mean, it, it might work for some, but it just seems like really harsh. Mm-hmm. Do you know what else is natural? Uh, marijuana. Yeah. Arsenic. <laughs> so Blaze it up. <laughs> <laughs> marijuana is natural. So <laughs> it is good or bad. We'll leave that one. Be. <laughs> but apple cider. So, okay. okay. What, what are the goals with apple cider vinegar? Why would somebody want to use apple cider vinegar? Because they think it makes them less greasy. Well, Toner is just really a way to take off the oil and like balance the pH of your skin. Mm-hmm. But your skin does not need vinegar for balancing. It's just way too harsh. and It's going to dry out your skin way too much. And that's a big problem that people have is they feel like their skin is oily or a buildup or blackheads. And they just want to like take a sander, or a grinder to their face and take everything off. Mm-hmm. That's only going to cause more problems. So you want to be um, sometimes be aggressive with the skin, but being over aggressive can lead to more issues. Yeah. Also, it makes you just like red and really raw and I'm sure it stinks. I haven't smelled apple cider vinegar in a while, but, um, you know, I would just say before you listen to TikTok um, or some other influencer, just get your skin evaluated by a skincare professional, like get to the why, why do you want, like, what is the, why do you want to use apple cider vinegar? Because I heard it takes away my oil. Cool. There's a more actually like tested and, and medical grade uh, like product that can do that. That isn't that's that isn't so harsh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it's more controlled and it's tested because apple cider vinegar isn't tested for your skin. Yeah. And with the toner, toner is going to be that extra product in your skincare regimen. If if you have other stuff to work on, focus on that. First. Yeah. Like get get a, a retinol or tretinoin bef- before a toner. Like, yeah. Just add it later on. Yeah, totally. Totally. So, um, scammy sham. I mean, it's like, it's just, it promises a lot. If apple, vin- if, if apple cider vinegar was that bomb and it could help us lose weight, we'd all be skinny. We'd all have clear skin. So I don't know about that. I mean, keep it for your cooking. It's just way too acidic for your skin. Yeah. You have to dilute it if you're going to use it as a toner. It's very technical. You know, mm-hmm. you want... You want your skin to be on the acidic acidic side of the pH spectrum. Yeah. But everyone's skin can be a little bit different. And this how do you know what how strong the vinegar you're you're getting is? You know, there's different brands and it, again, it's for cooking, not for your skin. Yeah, totally. And it probably doesn't smell good. Um, <laughs> no. SkinCeuticals is fragrance free. Okay. Next one, Aaron. Is this a scam or a sham? Curology. What is Curology? It is a customized product line that are real prescriptions. So everything uh, needs to be like legitimized by a doctor or an NP. And you have to like take this online quiz and then they send you a whole bunch of products. Mm -hmm. So they kind of like do a customized box for you. So is, you know, what do you, what's your experience with Curology? I think it, it, it's a great option for someone who wants to have a virtual skincare, have that virtual consultation. Maybe they're not able to afford or get to a dermatologist, but I will tell you, we tested this out. One of our other providers sent in a picture of herself, full face of makeup with bad lighting as, because you have to send in a photo of yourself and they like just gave her a prescription. I'm like, you can't even see her skin in the wait, picture. Wait, 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 wait. So, so kind of did she did she do the quiz? Yeah, she did the quiz. 
Yeah, but the biggest thing with skin is looking at it and looking at it at least, I mean, in person, I think it's best, but you know, whenever we do a virtual consultation with someone, it's like, you need to have no makeup on in good lighting. We're going to do a video. We're going to talk about it. So she did it on purpose kind of to see like if they would make her resend another picture. What did they give her? What did they prescribe her? Do you uh, remember? I don't remember what it was. That yeah. is trifling that oh. you're like, so Aaron tested it. So, I mean, it's cool, but like. Are you going to get the best recommendation with a face full of makeup that might be covering your melasma or your rosacea? Well, with with acne, yeah, exactly. How do you know if someone has rosacea or acne? Like, was it like a very clear diagnosis made? I'm not sure. Mm -hmm. Maybe by the questionnaire they were able to determine it. But I think the prescriptions they give are good. They usually give a compounded prescription. The most common ones I've seen from my patients are clindamycin, azelaic acid, a little bit of niacinamide. And honestly, for most people, we start with those anyways. Mm -hmm. So you give that first. And if that's not working, you go up the algorithm of giving people other products depending on their skin sensitivity. So I think overall, they have good a good uh, algorithm and they give good prescriptions. But I don't think it's as customized as some other experiences. Yeah, totally. Maybe if you live like in the middle of nowhere yes. where you don't have a treatment and you are, you know, you want to get your hands on some medical grade stuff, this might be a good option for you. And it's fairly affordable. What I read, it's anywhere from like 25 to 60 bucks mm -hmm. for something. But bottom line, it's like they just, they're prescribing ingredients, which you are very familiar with. The clindamycin, which is a lotion. I, use, I remember using that. It's stank. When no, clindamycin doesn't stink. One of them does. Sulfur. Uh, something I put on my face did. Um, niacinamide. That's vitamin B. Yeah. Three. Uh, tretinoin. It's like retinoic, uh, zinc, transimic acid. That's what we use for um, melasma. So you know, it, yeah, cool. They give they give some good stuff. So we're not you know we're not hating on it. It's just like if you're gonna use it, you know, um, if you have nothing or if this is what you could afford, awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I don't think it's a, a sham or scam. Uh, but give it a try. And if it doesn't work, you might have to go for something more personalized. Yeah, totally. Okay. Now this thing has been all over the TikToks. this green mask stick. So I'm sure you've seen all over the internet. This person rubs what looks like a green piece of chalk on a person's face. And then you see these little magical blackheads come to the surface and then they're wiped away effortlessly. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's I, it's like this cream that brings blackheads to the surface. How, does that work, Erin? Is that a scam or a sham? I had a patient send me a video, and it from afar in bad lighting, it looked like this girl had like chunky peanut butter on her face, like that's her skin texture, like mm -hmm. it was just so bumpy. And they put the mask on and wiped it away, and it was like baby smooth. smooth yep, <laughs> CGI, Photoshop. Yes, yes, all photoshopped. Um, no, this does a hundred percent does not work it's claims are that it will, it will remove blackheads also the other shady thing is that it has no the only ingredient there's no ingredient list and it just says it has aloe and green tea in it mm -hmm. first of all maybe you should tell people like how does a black what's in a blackhead how does it get stuck in the pores like if it was that easy we would get it out easy but yeah. our blackheads easy well, to get out uh it just depends blackheads are just dead oxidized skin that um, clogs the pores. So a blackhead is an, in an open pore where a milia white bump is in a closed pore. So when it comes to the, the air, it turns black. Sometimes blackheads are easy to pop, push out, but sometimes they're not. So some you will go to a facialist and they might try to extract your blackheads, but will tell you, ooh, they're not coming out very easily. It's sometimes really hard even to, for a professional to do it. So we will have you soften the skin and blackheads with things like glycolic acid, retinols, lactic acid to soften the skin so we can extract them a little bit easier. So they're not that easy to take out. I mean, if a cream 
bubble them all up to the surface, we would we would be all be blackhead free. I'd be out of business. This is the thing too. Uh, like it, it takes some sort of force or effort uh, to one, like chemically soften the blackheads so they're easier to remove, like with a you know a retinol or glycolic acid. But also when the estheticians are squeezing it, it's like a pressure. It's a force. Like it takes a pressure. It's not like this cream is just going to like lift it up, like suck it up to the surface. It's like stuck in a pocket. Yeah. No, it's not that easy. So that stuff is trash ass garbage. (laughs) That's a scammy sham. The Mm -hmm. green mask stick. Don't even try it. Don't even. No, there's nothing. It's not even like if you want a green mask, just buy the treatment mask and be done with it. That's just it's just they're bold, bold faced liars. Those green stick guys. (laughs) Okay, Aaron. Vitamins and supplements for skincare, like hyaluronic acid pills, collagen shakes, and collagen broth. What's the deal with that? I think those can be helpful for improving your skin's health, like all over your body, making your skin look healthier. Mm-hmm. But I should say it's it's not going to work as well as things you do externally to your skin. Yes. So taking a collagen shake every day isn't going to give you the same results as doing a BBL laser treatment on your skin. Mm-hmm. I would say it's, it's a good supplement, but if you really want your skin looking better, treating it externally is the way to go. Yeah, totally. Well, there's some people that like to take their shakes and vitamins every day and stuff. Yeah. Why not throw your powder in with whatever for me, I'm barely drinking water. So like, I'm not going to, I tried one of those collagen sticks and it tasted like bones. Like you like bone marrow. Yeah. Well, bone marrow is like, <laughs> beef and like beef butter on toast with pickled onions it's exquisite but i seriously like plug my nose to drink it and i was like why am i doing this i barely even drink water and i'm trying to like level up and get a collagen powder in my body so it's not bad but like aaron said you know like you can't expect to to take you know orally um hyaluronic acid pills i didn't even know those existed Mm -hmm. and for it to plump up your face no there there's so much digestion that happens where it all the, those products, the collagen, the hyaluronic acid gets broken down but before it actually gets to your skin. Mm-hmm. But I think in general, maintaining like a healthy, well-balanced diet and exercise, lifestyle, lower stress, that's what's going to make your skin look better mm-hmm. um, versus like just your collagen shake and then your skincare shit. Yeah. So all those influencers that are hawking their collagen powders, I mean... Just be like, girl, what injectables you got too? Exactly. <laughs> She's like, I'm all natural. It's like, stop lying. She's like, it's just for my collagen powder. <laughs> no, you have eight <laughs> syringes in your face. Okay, okay. Aaron, do you la- this is this a scam or a sham? Or she just has a question, I guess. Do lasers kill facial volume because they heat up the natural fat and plumpness that one has? Mm, like, are we melting it kind mm-hmm. of inside? Well, you can freeze fat with stuff like cool sculpting Mm -hmm. um so that's a thing but you know can you destroy it well what happens is is that when we use lasers to heat the skin so something like skin tight that you mentioned you had done Mm -hmm. we typically try to get to the skin to about 104 to 108 degrees in order to destroy the fat we'd have to get the temperature up to 120 degrees and leave it there continuously mm-hmm. unfortunately the skin cannot the skin itself cannot tolerate 120 degrees it would start to burn Ooh. so we would damage the skin before we melt the fat okay if treating something with a laser externally yeah so is that laser going to um soften or like dilute my cheek filler no nope. Nope, because yeah. again, we're not getting it hot enough to do anything to it. 
Yeah. Cool. Your, your cheek filler be there forever and chin filler and yes, filler honey. And- yeah. So that wasn't even really a scammy or a chamois, but like we, you know, we're offering this laser cause it's really good, but you brought up something else that somebody had asked too, um, is cool sculpting a scam or a sham? I don't love cool sculpting. I think liposuction works better. Mm-hmm. I have seen side effects with cool sculpting. There is a condition called uh, paradoxal hypertrophy where the fat gets hardened instead of dissolving. Mm. And then in order to remove it, you have to lipo it out. You actually have to cut it out because if you try to lipo it, it's like Swiss cheese and it only sucks out like holes of the fat. Oh, that sounds awful. Yeah. So do you know somebody who had that? I sure do. See, that's why you don't want to fuck with my fupa. <laughs> You do a cold sculpt on my fupa and it becomes rock hard and rock solid. And then I got to get lipo. And it's like, listen, you should have just accepted it or just lipo. Lipo's just the lipo. answer. Just get lipo. I, if it really bothers you. I don't think I would. No, I would lipo everything. Yeah, seriously. Way to go. 100%. Yes, but this is the thing. A lot of these corny ass med spas, they have a cool scope like deal or something. Like they just these med spas, they get suckered into doing like the rep comes in and and you know sways them with a box of donuts, and they're like, okay, I'll buy your cool sculpting machine. And then you got this expensive ass cool sculpting machine, so you're like, all right, let's do a package. Let's call it Fupas yeah. and Filler. <laughs> We'll freeze your fupa and fill up your your uh, whatever your chin and cheeks. We'll give you that. We'll do a vaginal puff. So we flatten the fupa and give you a vaginal puff, and it's gonna be a package deal, three thousand dollars. What do you say? And I'm like, sign me up because they got this cool sculpting machine. Got to pay the bills. These reps, they're like, okay, this is gonna bring so much money into your office. Is that you know people buy series and packages, and I'm like, that's cool, but like for body work. I'll leave that up to Dr. Sunder or to Dr. Calvert or any of our, you know, our plastic surgeon friends and fam out there. So anybody, any of you guys who own med spas and own a cool sculpting machine, no offense, no, no shade. It's just yeah. not our bag. I mean, I think there's some decent results, but here's the thing. If, there's a risk. If there's a risk filler, I can dissolve it. Botox will go away. Um, late are the laser we use. It's very controlled and the side effects come from the person doing the procedure incorrectly and our people are very well trained and they would not do that. So anytime someone's body could have a side effect and then you, you have no control over it, not available. Yeah. It's too risky for you. Yeah. Okay. Aaron, the last scam of sham question of the day is are facial oils legit? Uh, let's see. They, they're fine. They're mm. fine. It depends on your skin type. Yeah. I don't use facial oils cause I'm acne prone um, I don't like oil on my face. Some people really like it to remove their makeup. But you, what you have to be careful with, some oils cause breakouts and some some don't. So you can't just pick up any coconut oil mm-hmm. off the street and put it on your face. So yeah. I would just be really careful. You know, we don't actually carry any facial oils. Vanessa Lee does, I should ask her. But I would just be be very careful and use them sparingly. Yeah, I mean, for some people, they like how it feels. Cool. You know, and you aren't having a reaction. Awesome. Um, you know, but for us, you know, Erin's just a grease ball, so she's not into oily stuff. I'm good. I'll pass. (laughs) I will pass. Thank you, everybody. So that's it. That's for our scams and shams. Thanks for giving us the scams and shams. There are more scams and shams in my DM DMs, but, uh, there were already questions I've answered. And so y'all need to go and do your homework because I'm not going to repeat myself. Okay. I already told you what the deal is on zit stickers. So you can go zit listen stickers. to our old episode about whether or not we believe in zit stickers. So, <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys. Don't forget to rate us and tell all your friends. Oh, see you next week. Bye.